to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Welcome back to another episode of Mission LHC. Thanks everyone for joining us. Heath, you know, I was thinking about um, our episodes and how far we've come. I don't think we've gotten any better at what we're doing, but we have put out several episodes now, and I guess it's been, I guess, over six months we've been doing this now, maybe? It is, and, uh, you know, right now, once we kind of got back into our jobs and our work and everything that was going on and the hectic times and all that, it's been very difficult. We're very involved in our work. We're very involved with church and, and different uh, Bible study groups and different things going on. And the springtime for me has been one of the craziest times because at our school, we have golf and we have tennis, we have softball, baseball, track, uh, whatever else you can think of there. And so it seems like there's some kind of game every night somewhere to be at. And plus plays and all kind of other activities and things that are going on. This week alone, we were talking earlier about how many substitute teachers we have in the building right now because this group's gone here, this group's gone there, so there's so many activities We have going about on. a third of our teachers that have been out <laughs> and with things going on, so it's been crazy. And, you know, that kind of leads into the segue for tonight's episode. You know, you guys out there listening to this, you're going to understand it a whole lot because this is one of our favorite times of the year, and it's called March Madness. And uh, that phrase... I thought you were going to say it was your favorite time of the year because it was some special time you met your wife or something like that well it was one of the times that i wasn't probably coaching the sport for a little bit when i seen you got that to spend true. time with you in the spring now you did coach girls Girl, softball, softball at the beginning first got but, married yeah well you know this time of the year is called march madness and you know when we hear that term we think about it I didn't ever really know when that came about, but uh, I think it was around 1982. Brent Musburger was a uh, guy that was on the television, and he was talking about the games one time, and he talked about, uh, you know, it's been a march of madness, and so the the term kind of came in about March Madness. And, you know, just some facts about March Madness, because all these bad... Now, wait a minute. Time out. All right. So, I know ball just because of being around you, but I think I think I understand where you're going with this and what you're saying, but March Madness is specifically about basketball, right? Yeah. It's not Let's about clarify that for people <laughs> out there that's listening to this. March Madness is the NCAA. They have their tournament each year, and they take the top 68 teams, I believe it is now, and they play a big tournament. And so the whole thing is some people have automatic seating and some people have bids. So the big thing that they try to do is they come in and they play this tournament. And what's so exciting about it, you have the underdogs playing against a higher seed. And sometimes, 
there's big upsets, things going on, and it seems like it's just very exciting. And now it's became so popular. Years ago, it was only on like your network television. Now there's a million cable stations. It says... Um, Have people started filling out their brackets yet? Oh, yeah, and that's a big <laughs> challenge. There's all kind of things that happens, and you can fill out your brackets. And I think I want to try that one year, and then you're going to be mad if I actually get things right because well, I don't know anything about it. Well, really. it doesn't really matter about the brackets because... Basically, right now, here's some stats, uh, statistics about March Madness. You were, you were mentioning about the brackets. You know, your chances of uh, filling out a correct uh, bracket is about one in about 9.2 uh, quintillion. I don't even know what a quintillion <laughs> so is. you'd be more likely to win the lottery. Yes, if to hit a perfect bracket, getting every game right, because right now you just have a list of the teams, but you don't know who's going to win those. So if you imagine the combination. But it said that your, your odds of uh, filling out a bracket is higher than, uh, or actually being struck by lightning is a greater chance. A boa constrictor coming up in your toilet is a greater chance. <laughs> Winning the lottery is a greater chance. So all those kind of things. And, you know, uh, it mentioned about uh, about uh, workers and stuff. 1.9 billion hours are lost uh, in the corporate workforce during March Madness. Oh, because people are watching because it. Because people watch it. So <laughs> instead of working, because now, and even I noticed this year, They've got a place you can log to online and you can see all the games. Used to, you had to have your television stations and go. So it is a huge thing. More uh, talking about beer companies, and we're not promoting it, but <laughs> beer companies normally produce about 14 million barrels of, of beer like uh, during that, that time. Well, during the March Madness, it's 17 to 18 million barrels of beer that's produced. Just in the United States, yeah. right? Uh, yes, yeah. in the United States. And pizza increases from 19%. Uh, increase of people eating pizza during this March Madness the couple of weeks that are there. So when we give you all those things that are just mindless for a lot of you out there, those are some funny facts that we talked about. And one funny fact that I did mention to you in passing, and you said I had to bring this out. Guys will manipulate this week. It's so important to them a lot of times that there's times that the woman may want the guy to have surgery so they can't have any uh, kids. Well, guess when's the most uh, practice time for that surgery? March Madness. Because, guys, there's nothing better than if they have to be off their feet and what else can I do? So your wives feel sorry for yeah, you. They, so this time of the year is when a lot of guys voluntarily have that surgery. If it was already planned, they schedule it for this time. <laughs> you know, time. maybe that's revealing of character in general for men and their thought process because a woman or a wife or a mother we think the exact opposite like <laughs> I just can't imagine thinking like that like I'm thinking back like when I had the c-sections with the kids and it, you know I was back up and doing things probably too soon when I was had my hysterectomy I uh, was back I wasn't working because it was during the summer but I remember being back up and doing things in like week two and in week two I remember we went on vacation because I remember sitting on the beach and I still had um, a lot of tape and stuff because I had surgery 
Well, you know, and and we led into the basketball going on because of the name mainly being the title March Madness. But we alluded to our life right now. We haven't put podcasts out like regular. During the summer, we was able to put one out each week, multiple ones during the mm-hmm. week, because things just seem to flow and go with it and everything. But right now, just trying to, there's, there seems like there's too many things going on. And, and we already did an episode that talked about our leftovers, that we give God our leftovers a lot of times. And we give our spouse our leftovers. We give our spouses yeah. our leftovers. And that's kind of where the focus of that one episode. And we do repeat some things back because I think it's vital that we look into that. But when you feel yourself, men and women handle stress differently. Uh-huh. When you feel yourself getting stressed, what are some of the things that you find yourself going to? I find myself going to tasks that I don't really have to think about. Like at work, if you ever see me like straightening up things or like organizing drawers or something like that, it's to de-stress because that's not a hard decision-making process. <laughs> Well, and you know, we handle things differently, and that's why a lot of times when I, I'm the same way, when I feel things are out of my control, I like to do things I can control. I go to work out. I go things like that. Making the bed. Uh, I can I can make <laughs> the bed. You can do that all you want to, honey. Well, I even folded <laughs> clothes, wash dishes sometimes. I've been a house husband. I've got days I'm having to burn. I'm retiring this year, and we've talked about that. Well, uh, the other day I I was here and I did those things for you. I even cooked supper that night. Which it was so funny. You actually taking a day off work because you never take a day off work. And well, you you remember your everything you kept saying the day before. I think I just changed my mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna take off. Yeah, I'm gonna take off. No, I'm not gonna take off. I just can't do it. So I was really surprised that you were able to take off and stay gone. Well, I have days I have to take or I lose them. So uh, I, that's the difference difference in uh, having to or wanting to, but I, I wouldn't have to do that, but I'm, I'm choosing it. But during this time, we handle things differently a lot of times, and you know, you've been dealing with it so much. Right now, stress is at an all-time level with our society. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn on the news, you you see the, right now, there's a, a conflict with uh, Russia and Ukraine, and you know, that's that kind of plays on you a little bit when you start looking and seeing what the people of Ukraine are going through right now. Because who knows, that could be our people involved uh, in the near future. It, when conflicts take place, and the other day I went into a classroom with kids, and it's amazing what our kids know about current events and things. And we were talking about it. You know, when you talk about... Which you didn't ask them how they know, did you? Because my guess Probably is they know, they know from TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's a primary source there for them. So, but the, but the thing about it is, is they are aware of issues and stuff. And so things like that even can play on their mind a little bit because some of them, we, we talked about it. You Every war that we had usually was started from one country invading another country and then people had to start picking sides so our thoughts and prayers are to to the people of ukraine and hopefully it doesn't get to a war because that could impact us all but that's a that's a a factor that they can't be controlled and then a lot of stuff right now financially you know a lot of people are are have went through a lot in the last few years with covid and jobs changing and i know there's a million jobs out there right now 
But a lot of people, uh, you know, their businesses have kind of struggled and, and shut down or changed and different things. So there's just been a lot of change. And um, so, so like one thing, I when I find myself getting stressed, I like to eat. And mm, uh, chocolate, yes, or potato chips, things like Eating that. Eating is so satisfying because it's, I mean, the idea of comfort food is really a thing because it just gives such satisfaction. I don't know how to even it's describe fulfilling it. fulfilling a lot it of times. Really, it, yeah. And you know what the, the thing about that is, and, and we're talking about some funny things like this, and then at the end we're going to talk about some things that that we need to do with God for stress and different things. But, you know, you're, you, we all handle stuff differently. The running joke, Kevin Sullins was my assistant principal. And Kevin used to say he would sometimes bring a bag of chips in one of my favorite things is just like regular potato <laughs> chips so if he knew things were going crazy i like potato chips and you liked chocolate yeah and and he would go there and you know how you have the little mini candy bars or whatever he would buy her those yeah, he and he'd buy me chocolate. a chocolate yeah. and he'd buy me a bag of potato chips and we'd put keep them in the drawer or something well it never failed like all heck would break loose mm -hmm. and she'd be in the chocolate and I'd be in the <laughs> chips and, and, uh, and Kevin that, would just get out of the way. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's probably why right now you and I are on a diet and we're kind of irritable as we're doing this because we're about to starve ourselves to death to just try to lose some of that weight that we put on. It's all your fault, Kevin Sullins. <laughs> we are so accustomed to just smacking so much, really trying to be disciplined about and when we eat and being conscientious about it, it's been a struggle this week. <laughs> yeah, but you did buy one special item that I don't even, my dogs wouldn't even eat. <laughs> well, you want to share that? <laughs> well, I just, you know, thought we'd try some different things. I mean, we're we're just trying to get healthier. So, so, so I, got, I don't even know what that, they're, they're supposed to be like hot dogs which are, like okay, well, let me i mean first of all hot dogs aren't healthy yes i know this but i take like, the waste of an animal right now over that <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> well you know how you can get the plant-based hamburgers this is plant-based hot dogs well the outside we put it in the air fryer we were going to make sure that we burn that thing really well so when you eat it or whatever so we kept looking it never did change color all right so it still looked almost it the same burn. it won't burn she said so we take it out of the oven we look at it and all of a sudden when i bite into it it just almost is like paper that's almost just dry rotted everywhere it comes apart it was like eating wet cardboard the so, and, and the outside is like that and the inside is just like mush almost like some kind of a, uh i don't even know what it is mm -hmm. an applesauce or something almost in the middle so <laughs> that was what my supper was tonight so uh she's not taking care of me well, you knew you were marrying a good cook didn't you exactly <laughs> But, you know, we, we are, because you, you put on a few pounds here, uh, and people handle it different right now. We have a rise in school. The kids are going through so much, whether it's things that, that used to not would have bothered us right when we went through school, but there's a lot of bullying. And, and nowadays, honestly, kids can't hardly handle the same things because they've been raised in a different way. And 
they don't have ways to cope with stress. You know, the schoolwork that they have is a lot higher magnitude sometimes than what we went through with. And then the the thinking about college and, and getting into schools or going to work and what are the, how are they going to pay for it. There's a lot of factors. And this time of the year, a lot of our students are going through that. I think the one of the biggest differences I see for the kids versus our generation is it, it never ends for them. It truly is 24-7 because of that online component. So their media they're looking at, their messages they're sending. You know, like when we were in school, if somebody was giving you ugly looks or, you know, anything like that, it really was only happening while you were at school. And so... It ended at three o'clock. You didn't have to take the phone call if you didn't want to take right. the phone call, and most of the time they <laughs> or were. My neighbor call you. would have taken it because yeah, we were on a party, party line. line. <laughs> for, uh, and for a record, there for if you don't know what a party line is, you're one of the youngest people. Used to everybody in the neighborhood, <laughs> they shared a line. line. So you always had a neighbor that would be on the line. You'd have to say, "Hang up, so and so," and they would hang up, but they could eavesdrop on your conversations. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, the kids really are faced with with a lot that we weren't faced with. And, you know, kids are still kids. Kids are, are mean and they say things that they shouldn't and they don't, I don't think, fully understand the impact of what their words can do. And so, you know, it's an everyday struggle with, you know, trying to support kids and get them through, you know, sometimes in my office, it's not about... Well, it's certainly not about therapy. I'm not a therapist, but it's it may not even be, can we get through today? It may be so small as can we get through fourth period and then and then let's try fifth period. And, you know, sometimes it is let's try to get through today and sometimes it's by the week. But the kids really are struggling. And I think transitioning back to full-time school um, has been good for sure. That's what they need. Um, but we're at the point in the year that everybody is truly exhausted. They are. And so the the true March Madness is not the basketball games that are on right now. For you and, and me and our teachers, uh, people at your job, work, everything like that, it's just trying to survive everything that's going on right now and, and deal with your family. And, you know, we... We talked about how there's such a different in perspective at different stages of your life. A lot of you out there listening, you have small children. And your children, not only you're dealing with the things that I was talking about, Amanda's been talking about, but you're also trying to raise someone sometimes that can't do things for themselves. So you have to make every decision. Hey, it's time to take a bath. It's time to uh, do your homework. It's those things. And then, unfortunately, a lot of you are living with kids and situations sometimes that they can be difficult sometimes Mm -hmm. and uh so you know as we talk about some things like that with dealing with anxiety dealing with uh you know being too busy stress and all that god has some plans for that and god has some stories in the bible that really talks about that yeah the one the one that in particular that came to mind when we started talking about this episode is it's actually in um, all the Gospels that where Jesus quiets the storm. Um, and, you know, the, the disciples are on the boat with him, and, it, and Jesus goes to sleep. 
and it gets stormy and the disciples start panicking, you know, because they're like, it's a storm and they want Jesus to wake up, you know, wake up We're we're going to perish, I think is what they say, you know. And so they're upset. Well, I can just read it. Let's see. So um, it says, but as they sailed, he fell asleep and there came down a storm of wind on the lake and there were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and water that they obey him. So, you know, Jesus is saying, It's going to be okay. You know, have some faith, you know. Listen to me. I can take care of this. I've got it taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, And but the thing about it was it, Jesus, he knew what they were going through. He knew that he had it under control. He was a calm in the middle of a storm. Now, they were mad at Jesus because, hey, you're asleep. And, you know, a lot of times you're not coming at my rescue at this very moment. Sometimes while we're in the middle of all of our anxiety and things going on, we want that answer. We want him to come at that very moment. You know, we've been, like I said, we pray each day for our children. They're grown kids. And even if they're out there listening to this, I hope they know and find peace in that, knowing that their mom and daddy love them enough that we still pray daily. Because we we do want God to continue to lead and guide them. But, you know, for their own lives, a lot of times they're trying to find their way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's what I encourage you out there the prayers that you're sending up for people can be felt by them. And the prayers that people are sending up for us can be felt. Absolutely. You know, it's just anxiety is probably the biggest presenting symptom I'm seeing in the counseling office. You know, just a lot of anxious students. But I know we also see those symptoms in in adults. And so when we think about anxiousness and and how that can impact you really in every way it can impact you physically it can impact you emotionally it can impact your relationships and and your activities and so it touches every part of your life it it does and um you know that uh as as we look at different things uh there there's a, a lot of other stories that are in the bible there that that goes over that about anxiety and 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 being upset with things and how God tells us don't be anxious for anything and that was something I was you know trying to find here as we were talking about it just came to well, mind. Well, that's in Philippians. It's that's in actually Philippians. My, my favorite um, verse. <laughs> we we just having a Bible study tonight. Let me flip on over to Philippians chapter four. Uh, Is in. Verses 6 and 7, be careful for nothing, which another way to say careful is be anxious. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. So, you know, for me, when I get anxious, that is my go-to. That is my go-to. And and when he's saying be careful for nothing, he to me is saying, Amanda, don't worry. Amanda, don't worry. 
And, you know, that, I love that whole chapter. Well, you know, I'm in a um, Disciples Making Disciples class right now. And the part we're in now is almost in the teaching you how to study the Bible. And the biggest thing it talks about a lot of times right now, we're in one of the early chapters of it. But it talks about a lot of times we we take scriptures out of context because you have to read the beginning, you have to read the end around scriptures because if you just pull one verse out, you can make it almost say whatever you want. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then, you know, like we talk about this, that uh, you can take data on anything. And if you use only one section of it, you can almost try to prove a point by just pulling out one factor or one stat. Well, we all know the scripture, and it's one of my favorite scriptures, and tonight they ask about that, that uh, Philippians 4.13, and everybody knows that. We've seen it on ball games. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. But what's kind of ironic, if you go back and you read all of Philippians 4, what you just said, that it talks about laying the groundwork up to that point. Yeah, I think that verse is so misused, but especially in athletics, you know, I can know all things. It's almost like we focus on the I, but really when you look at it, when you study it, it's clearly about Jesus. It's only through him that we can get through those things. Yeah, like in verse 7, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Then he says, Think on these things, and it gives you instructions what to be thinking on about God. In verse 10 says, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at least your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for what I have learned in whatsoever state that I am therewith to be content. Okay, I, then verse 12 says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Then it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, you know, as we give you that, we talk about it, just know that, that God says don't be anxious, that he's in control. And through him, we can do those good things. Mm-hmm. And but, but don't focus on just because you're a Christian. That doesn't mean the anxiety is going to be gone automatically because you're a Christian. You know, uh, right lately, we had some big thunderstorms. And even in the next day or so, they're giving some heavy storms. And in one of our episodes, I talked about my dad. I can still remember when the storms was going crazy outside. I loved my mother, but I wanted to be on my daddy's side because his arm was around me. The storm never went away because my dad's arm was around me, but it felt better to be comforted in time of the storm. And I think that's what God wants during the times when we feel the anxiety, whether it's your job, whether it's your uh, family, whether it's your finances, whatever it is. God's there in the storm. He's got his arm around you. And and we can find comfort in the scriptures when you research about, you know, anything, any topic you're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that makes me think, you know, how guilty we all are of when something is going on in our life that we're upset about. Typically, as humans, the first thing we do is we go tell our friends or tell our spouse or tell, you know, I mean, we go to other people for advice or for, you know, to be able to talk. But really, if we 
could get it in our heads to go to him first, I think we could really reduce a lot of our angst. Well, that was like the disciples when Jesus was asleep in the bottom of the ship during the storm. They There was nothing they could do themselves. They all were together. They were trying to get through the storm, but they, no matter what they did, it didn't do anything to calm the sea. Mm-hmm. And they had to wait on God's timing. And when we're in the middle of storms, we're in the middle of those things, we don't want to wait. We're kind of uh, envious about it. And um, that we've got to have that patience. And we've got to be able to do that. But you know, whether you're out there and you're a, a kid listening to this and school's going on, you know, just just be praying and, and pray that God can help lead you through it. And we will do the same things in our lives. But um, just know that, you know, the times of this madness that's here, this March madness, that God's been in control for a long time. and He's going to be in control in your lives as well. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be a, a close of this episode. Uh, we have different topics we'd love to get to get back here with you if our schedules will allow it. <laughs> and uh, maybe we need to map it out a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. We're too fly by the seat of our pants. I mean, listen to us here. We're just going with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you know, right now maybe this is going to touch somebody out there. It may not be interesting for a lot of you, but I think a lot of you probably feel that same anxiety right now that's going on, mm-hmm. no matter what is out there. And just know that there's other people listening that have the same problems. And what we can do is just make sure we pray for each other. But when in doubt, dig deep in scriptures and find comfort. And I, I will give one practical tip from a counseling perspective if you find yourself feeling overly anxious and you need to calm yourself down um, think about birthday cake and when you think about birthday cake you smell the birthday cake to breathe in and then blow out the candles smell the birthday cake blow out the candles are you catching my drift? So breathing in and back out. It's pretty good, but since we're on this diet, all I can think <laughs> about is birthday cake right now. But uh, no, it is. You don't good. want some more of the I hot dogs. More, I don't want more of the hot dogs. I'm just thinking about <laughs> birthday cake. But you know the the coping skills and the mechanisms you're talking about are human things that we mm-hmm. can do. Absolutely. You know, yeah. listening to relaxing music. One thing that we didn't even talk about that I forgot about this. We our jobs are so stressful sometimes that we come home and Amanda and I want mindless activities. And what I talk about, you mind- mean those dumb movies or TV shows that we're yeah, I have found a I, I found a free app that's got a lot of old movies and different things on, and I can watch, and it just has a few commercials that you have to watch with it. And the, the thing about it is I found a, a category on Doomsday. So you ever seen the old films like it was off of the sci-fi channels and stuff that would be like a, a Sharknado? It, I'll watch things like that that are so crazy that it's not even realistic. But sometimes I don't have to think about it. I don't even have to think about a plot. It's so crazy. And uh but but find hobbies, find things that you can do. You told them some breathing exercises, things mm-hmm. that you can do. But again, all those are going to be temporary fixes here on earth. But we do know somebody else that you can go to that has answers in a book. Mm-hmm. And nothing that you go through or I go through 
It's brand new. God's got it. It's been there in the it's been in the Bible and it's gonna be stories about it. So the he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. That's right, every time. All right. Well we've enjoyed it guys. We look forward to catching up with you our next episode. Thank you.